welcome to the vlogging pod. Today we are on a very important podcast with a very wonderful human being and we're going to talk today about your virtual I'm sorry, tongue tied there. Your virtual assistant. You can go ahead and introduce yourself, Sam. Hello everyone. I'm Laura Trujillo. I'm an owner of the Literary Vixen. Wonderful. Now, how long have you had the Literary Vixen? I've had this blog for, oh, you know, so many years. Um, I actually took a break in the middle of it. Um, you know, some, sometimes you need to step away. And I was so burned out. I was so excited about blogging and everything. But then I took a break and then I came back. But I started it back in um, 2014, I believe. Oh, okay. That's been a quite a while. How long? Oh, yeah. How long was your break in between? Um, I would say maybe a little bit over a year. I wasn't really active um, in reviewing and blogging. Okay. Uh, but I would do a little bit here and there. Okay. So, um, how did you decide that you wanted to become a VA? Oh my God. Um, I would have to say, I would give a shout out to Michelle Dare. Her and I are very good friends. And she actually came to me and said, you know, I noticed that you love helping authors and we have something called, you know, I, I apologize. I can't remember the name of it, but they would match with an author and you would help them. And I jumped on that because I said, that is my passion. I would love to do that. And it kind of took off from there. So I've been, you know, I have this passion for helping authors and anyone in general, but I would, you know, I love to make things easier for them so they can write and have that time versus stressing out about other things that I can help them with. <laughs> well, yeah, that's very, uh, that's, I'm sorry, I'm writing down a note based on what you were saying. So, um, when you, when you talked about how they matched you, now how exactly did they do that? I mean, did you fill something out of what kind of genres you were interested in, or, or? Um, she asked me a couple of questions, such as what I would like. To, the main question was, what kind of uh, payment I would be okay with, because there was different ranges of people versus how many books they had out, how busy they were. Um, you know, what budget they had. And so she asked me the questions and based on my answer, she matched me uh, with with an author that worked out. And I I was happy. I love her still. We, we talk all the time and it's just, it's awesome. But yeah, I mean, she asked me some questions, but I think the main one in order to match you with someone that would work would, would be the payment huh. option. You know, they'd be okay with certain types of payment or books or anything like that. And that's how she would match people. She doesn't do it anymore, unfortunately, but that was how she matched me with someone. Well, that sounds like a very unique way to do it. I'm I'm very impressed by that method, to be honest with you. Oh, I, th I thought it was great, too, because, you know, there's different levels. There's people that have the means to totally go at it for us and there's some that are taking a little slower doesn't it that's totally fine but you know to find someone that will work with you with 
what you're needing and be okay with the type of payment that you're going to offer. I mean, I think that's that's pretty wonderful. Maybe I should bring something back like that. <laughs> well, well, if you ever decide to do, I mean, make me aware of it and I'll help push that out because that sounds really awesome to be quite frank. Oh yeah, totally. I I will shoot you an email. <laughs> <laughs> you do that because I might even want to hire you on based on that. That's pretty cool. Now, um. Now, you know, the previous uh, podcast that I had, we had Gladys on, and she is the nerd girl. And how did you get started with Gladys? Oh, yes, another another wonderful person. Um, I actually met her. Her and I were helping the same author. Um, her name is Shastar, mm-hmm. and I had been helping Felicia as a beta reader, and then she took me on as as her assistant and then she she introduced me to Gladys and me and Gladys just hit it off and she said you know hey you know you should come on board on Nerd Girl and I honestly I hadn't really seen I was still kind of new to the community and I was so excited and honored that she thought I would be a good fit and you know the rest is history I applied and you know I got to meet some wonderful people and now I am part of the core management team Wow, that's quite impressive. It really is. <clears throat> I actually, when I interviewed Gladys, I was really surprised about how we met. Um, I When I had met her, because she was so influential at that point, I already thought she was in the business. But when I interviewed her, she let me know that she wasn't at that time. She was just looking for books to read. And I was like, what? Really? So I was really taken aback by that. <laughs> Um, I'm going to ask you a few questions um, about being a virtual assistant. Okay. Um, what would you say are the primary skills needed as a virtual assistant? I would say number one, um, whether it be you ta- um, talking on the phone or email or messenger or text message, communication. And I say that, and it sounds simple, like, of course, communication. But um, I'm going to go ahead and be honest. Nowadays, people aren't huge on that. They won't respond to emails or requests or anything like that if the answer is no. And I think a big part of that is because they don't want to say no or they want to avoid the whole situation by just being quiet when, honestly, a simple not at this time or something like that is way better than nothing. So I think a huge communi- like communication is number one. Huh. I, get, I understand And that. then also having um, some knowledge of social media, um, you know, staying on top of things. Things change constantly. Like now there's TikTok. <laughs> and so just, you know, kind of reading things, um, staying, you know, willing to learn new things, not just stay stuck in one place or one method or one platform. You know, try everything. There's going to be constantly new things. I'm sure in the next couple of years, we're going to have something much newer than TikTok. But I mean, those two things I, I think are pretty good right now. But communication, if I had to pick one, that is number one. Right. Um, I'm just going to direct a comment that's in the room that I have an echo. Uh, it's probably because of my mic. The last podcast I had, there wasn't an echo. So my apologies for that. 
Um, I'm having a little bit of error. I'm hoping that we're recording, to be honest, because Podbean did tell me that the first time I opened up the room, there was a difficulty problem. So I'm hoping that is not the case. That issue did not come up this time, but I'm thinking the mic issue is mine. So my apologies to the room and welcome who all who have entered. Um, so uh, when we were talking about what you need and communication, I totally agree with that. Um, for me, to be honest with you, I value being able to type on the screen more than I do a phone call. <laughs> and I, I, maybe, maybe that has to do more with because my skill set, you know what I mean, what, that I am an author myself. But I, I'll tell you what, I just hate having to call customer service. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I would rather type it all out and think about what I'm going to say. But you make a good point. Even in communication, even when you're typing, people can assume differently than what you meant, if that makes sense. Oh, I know what you mean. Like, uh, it's hard to um, sense tone or um, your meaning behind what you're trying to say, unless you know the person, because a lot of people think if you reply a certain way that you upset the club or mad. But um, I can relate to talking on the phone. I talked on the phone, you know, when I first started working, and now I really don't like it. I'm like, yeah, I would like to <laughs> type it out. It's like we can order pizza online. I don't have to call anymore for that. <laughs> I think right. I just showed my age there, but yeah, you know. <laughs> well, I, like again, you do sound very youthful. I was very, I was very much surprised. Um, so let's look back to the VA uh, being a virtual system and make sure I say that. As a VA, in your opinion, what would you say needs to be the strengths of your profession? Um, adaptability. Um, you know, you have to be open to work with different types of personalities, and and like I said, communication, and also owning up to any mistakes or misunderstandings that you do. Because if you lie or are unsure about something, it's going to come back to bite you. Right. I can feel that. Um, let's see. I wrote some questions, but I also jot things down while you're talking. So I have to, I have to backtrack my brain here. Um, so what would you say? I, I wrote this down, but I'm just gonna, uh, wing it here on how I word this. So let's say, are you a big planner? I mean, do you write it all out, get it all organized? Or are you one of those people like, oh, the last minute, I'm going to crunch this all together and times the essence, and you just pull it out of nowhere and you are the bomb. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I making sense on that? Which type of person do you think you are? Are you the planner or are you just pulling it out and you're the bomb and you work it really good at the last minute? You know, <laughs> I think I'm a little bit of both. Um, there was a while, I love planners. So if I see a good looking planner, I'll buy it. But my issue was I didn't want to use it and dirty it up and not make it pretty anymore. So, uh, but recently I started using the planner. I will uh, jot stuff down, uh, make notes of due dates and stuff like that. And that has actually helped me a lot. I've always been task oriented, but there are some days where I'm like, you know what, last minute, come on, girl, let's do this. And then I bust it out and I'm like a rock star to people. And I'm just like, 
you don't know how much sweating I've been doing back here. <laughs> but I mean, if I had to pick one, I would say I'm a planner. But you know, there's there's those times when something pops up and you just gotta whip it out. <laughs> right. Well, uh, speaking of planners, um, now I'm gonna ask you which type you prefer on this, just because you mention it. But uh, just a side story for this, since I've been scheduling authors for the podcast. Uh, mine now is currently covered in coffee, but just to point that out. <laughs> but, you know, the papers haven't stuck. They still work. I'm going to use it, you know. I'll just write over right. that. Uh, so what type of planners would you prefer? Do you do you sit down with the paper and in your hand kind of planners with all the little notes on the side? Or are you the type who likes to have um, on the computer and you use Google Docs and you get it all going? Which, which is type would you say you are? Um, you know what, I'm gonna say I'm an old school with this. I am a paper and pencil pen person. Um, I also went to beauty school and my class was the only class that wrote stuff down in a notebook. Everybody else had their phone out or a tablet and were taking notes that way, but we all did it long <laughs> And so, I mean, that kind of stays with me. I, I feel like that, works better for me. So I have a, a paper um, planner. Um, I actually use the Happy Planner ones. I'm, I'm so like in love with them. And I also have a planner app just because my planner sometimes is far away from me so I can just pull it up on my phone. Um, but I am a paper planner person with pens and papers and notes and stickers and all that good stuff. <laughs> oh, do you put the stickers? Are you, what kind of stickers are you using when you're doing that? I mean, well, there's some different ones um, that I see on there that I'm like, oh, great. But you know what? Just like the planners, it took me a while to put the stickers on there. But I get some motivational ones, like ones that say you can do this or you've got this or goals or and just things that I feel like would motivate me when I look at it and be like, if I ever have a day where I feel like, man, what am I even doing? You know, we all have those days. And then I just open it up and there's something like inspirational, like, bam, right there on the paper. And then I'm like, okay, all right, I got this. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, I would probably be better with uh, like Google Docs, but here's, here's my problem. Well, I have two problems. <laughs> well, I have a list of problems, but the show is only so long. <laughs> so <laughs> um, one of the things that is my core problem is my writing. I mean, if you were to see my notes and maybe if you go back and you look at YouTube and you zoom in, you will see that because um, this will go out there too. But here's the thing. Um, I have to write it down to keep it in my head, if that makes sense, to remember mm -hmm. it, to kind of, it's like um, when I learn something, I have to be hands in. If you were to just tell me how to do something, I'd be like, oh, crap, this, you might as well hang it up. I'm not going to get this. I actually have to do it while, and then I will write notes, too. Um, I, long time ago, I worked in a bread factory, and I'll tell you, I had a notebook, and the guys were like, just bring your notebook. Just bring your notebook. And I'm like, oh, I'm so screwed. <laughs> so, uh, but that's just me, you know, because, I mean, either I'll go back later, I'll be like, what the heck did I write, which is my biggest problem. So um, getting back to the virtual assistants, I don't want to lose track here because that's that's me. I'm like a dog and a squirrel. Squirrel! And I'm off. Um, and I'm supporting it. Let's go after the same thing. <laughs> See? <laughs> I am real sidetracked. 
We have about five minutes left in the show. I, I try to do about 20 minutes a show, so I'm not... Because, I, like I said, I can talk, and I would talk completely. Um, let's see. Mm, I, I get the feeling, just from everything that you've said, that you truly love your job. Correct? I do. Okay. I truly, truly do. I, you know, and I, I'm not just saying this, but um, the, the authors I work with are truly wonderful people, and I've worked with them for years. Some, Most of them have been with me from the beginning, and, and it's like we're family. And, and, like, I guess, like, some people go into the business not not with that mindset, but, and I get that not everybody wants someone close to them, but it, it always turns out that we end up being close and it's like family, but at the same time, we're, it, there's still that work relationship. Right. And, and I guess, like, I guess I put all, because it is my passion. So, you know, it's kind of like, do what you love. And that is truly what I'm doing. Huh. Well, that's a lot about what I was going to ask on the second part of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I was going to ask is, uh, what makes you love it so much? And you kind of answered that. Um, let's let's go back from, I know you have a lot of love for it. Can you tell me the downside? Because I know you said you took a year off. What do you feel that is the biggest downside to that type of job? Um, for me, it would be getting burnt out. Um, you want to say yes to everybody, even though you're tired or you, you know, you're over, you overextended yourself because you want to be nice. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge problem for me. And I wanted to help everybody, but at this, at the end of the day, I was beat and burnt out and I needed to step away. And so that is an, is a huge drawback to doing that. It's saying yes and being helpful and trying not to get burnt out. And what was, you know, that, I mean, we could be here all day if I wanted to, but I mean, (laughs) for me, that, that was the huge part for me because, you know, a lot of people would come to me and, and I would say, yes, you know, and I'd feel so honored that they would ask and think of me that way. But then at the end of the day, I was tired and and then it gets to the point where you didn't want to pick up a book or anything like that. And I'd never want to be like that again. So I I took from that experience and, and applied it to now and, and it's good, but you know, there are times when, and I'm sure authors get that way too. They, they have these, put out these stories and then, you know, they hit a thing and they're just like, I, I can't even look at my computer right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I fully understand that. I took a three year hiatus, um, which I, I, I think I told you in a little bit when we talked in messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand stepping back with that in mind, what do you say that you would do differently now going forward than before? I mean, um, before you answer that, I mean, because I know you said you were the doer. Um, would you say that you would do more of like um, setting things out in the front, like standards, like making um, a contract, like sort of, not well, not a binding thing, but something that you would be like, this is the extent of what I can and cannot do. Is it something like that? Oh, absolutely. Yes, I have um, contracts now, um, but I also set up limits and boundaries now because I didn't before. Like I said, I wanted to be nice and help everybody, but now I can't do, I mean, I could do that and then I'd probably end up in the same place, but I have boundaries and limitations set. 
and I'm always upfront with everyone about what I can and can't do. And, you know, if we move forward, there's a contract and all that fun stuff. But I mean, that for me right now is, has helped me a bunch, you know, who, who likes to say no, it's a huge <laughs> problem for everybody, but you know, I don't really say no, I just present it in a different way, but I have to do it for myself. Right. Okay. So we've got like 42, 41 seconds left. Um, let's lead out with something that you would want um, future uh, employees of yours that would hire you as a virtual assistant to know? What would you want them to take away from this? That I am a big on communication. I will take care of you so that way you can do what you got to do and uh, we'll be an awesome team and we're going to get that little orange flag. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you inspired me. You're hired now. <laughs> um, goodbye, Gladys. No, she'd hate me. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get a message. Right yeah, now. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna be messaged pretty quickly. I have really enjoyed our interview today, Laura. I really appreciate you coming on the air, and perhaps someday we can do this again because there's so many more questions I would love to ask you. So thank you again. Thank you again. The, uh, listeners for checking in with us and being patient i am getting this podcast started but i enjoy your commentary and all the responses you've given to me have a great night everybody bye-bye